0: it's launch week. I'm excited. I'm so excited that I have made a present for you. It's a coupon. Every single one of my coaching packages is 30% off. You do have to use the coupon. Happy launch week. It's all one word. It's all in capitals. This is just for this week, Monday through Friday, the coupon will not be available after that. Also, this is a first come, first serve kind of a thing. So, this is available for 10 people. If you want it, hop to it. Hi, I'm Caroline Buzik, and I'm a certified life and spiritual coach, and I love to help women live life with more joy. My job is to completely and wholeheartedly believe the best in you and believe the best for you. I think that life is meant to be enjoyed, and we're meant to live with passion, purpose, and fun. In this podcast, we will talk about all things joy, what brings you joy, what keeps you from joy, and how to just enjoy life more in general. You are uniquely and wonderfully made. And you are who you are and how you are for a reason. My hope for you is that you will adore being you. Build a life you love, soak up as many moments as you can, and enjoy the heck out of life. Welcome to the Make It Joy podcast. Happy Monday and happy launch week. It's day one of the... Make it Joy Official Launch. And this is Caroline Busick. I am your host for the podcast. And I also am the founder of Make It Joy, Life and Spiritual Coaching for Women. I help women find joy in their life. And I am delighted that you're here with me for the official start, the kickoff to launch week. And you can expect This week to be just jam-packed, full of party time, and this week I'm going to have a new episode every single day, and every day I'm going to have a special guest who I have handpicked, who I believe is someone who either has something that you may find valuable within their business, or you may find inspirational or encouraging in their life story or their, their own adventures so um i'm I'm just thrilled you're here i'm I'm also really thrilled just to be doing this at all it's a it's been a real surprise, and uh I'm just kind of following the breadcrumbs as I go you know and i'm I'm digging it. What can I say? I love it all right, so uh also we're going to have lots and lots of goodies and treats from myself and from Every guest that I have on this week, uh, I am offering 30% off of every single coaching package that I have. And that is just for this week. It's only for launch week, it's only available. Uh, the deal is only available for purchase and then you purchase it and then we would work together but um that is also only available to the first 10 people who get that so you are going to go to the make it joy website the work with me page and happy launch week all capital letters that's what you're going to use but that's available every single day and every guest that i have is going to have either a discount for something or a freebie to give you just a free resource something to make your life a little something to make your life a little bit better or more fun or easier. Okay, so today I am talking with Miss Jessica Smith of The Fit Life with Jessica. She is an accountability coach and she is on a mission to help women create and maintain healthy habits for life. She helps women learn to eat like they love themselves and move their bodies with intention. And uh, Jessica and I, it's interesting, we got into some, as here. I found this to be a, an interesting conversation where, you know, this can be, you're talking about health and wellness and eating and exercise. And that can be something that's, well, it can be a little dicey and it can come with a lot of baggage or a lot of pressure. And um, that's not how we talk about it, but we certainly talk about um. The pressure that we feel as women, and um, some of the the untruths that we've believed, and how we can move away from that and move into something that is more beneficial for not only our bodies but our minds. And so, this one I thought uh, there were actually we stumbled into several little gems here where I thought that. As I listened to it again when I was editing, there are several little seeds here that could be used for freedom. You know, if you take a few of these little nuggets that speak to you, I believe that if you chew on them and you hold on to them and if you keep bringing your mind back to them and keep walking toward them as truth, there could be some freedom and some release for uh, how you think about your body and how you think about um, just taking care of your body, and um, I found this I found this uh, to be a good episode. The three words I would use to describe this episode would be liberating, warm, and thought provoking. And oh, I know thought provoking has a hyphen, so thank you very much, Mr. Hyphen. That is one word, and so we're still meeting our three word quota there. All right. Oh, and guys, you knew it was coming and here it is. It is the Rookie Podcaster Audio Mistakes and I'm bringing it to you in full form. So uh, it's not terrible, but Jessica's audio was great. She sounds wonderful. And I mm, was still figuring out my tech and still am. I will be for a little while, I'm sure. But um, my my technician had been kicked out of the house with our children, so that the house would be quiet. <laughs> so, uh, my technician, also known as Matthew, my husband, was not. He was doing me a favor getting the house quiet, but he was not able to do me the favor of rescuing my sorry audio. So, uh, <laughs> it's uh, it's it's not terrible, but it's I think if you're prepared, you'll be better able to go into it. Okay, so here we are with Miss Jessica Smith of The Fit Life with Jessica, and off we go. Hi, Jessica. Hello. (laughs) I'm so glad, so glad to have you on this show with me. Um, I remember when we met, it was not long ago at all, and you and I are both coaches. We're both in A group of coaches where we support one another, we learn about each other, and then we give feedback to one another. And I remember I was introduced to you first through your own podcast. uh, And that's the the Fit Life with Jessica.
1: Correct. Yes.
0: And I, I was a fan right away. I just thought that you had so much energy and positivity and enthusiasm. And what i really liked most about you and why I, I wanted you on the show was you are so relatable. Mm-hmm. and what i feel like this like this field you're in this health and fitness it's a scary topic a little bit and is for me because it's so like fraught with emotion and fraught with right and wrong and, oh, yes. and it totally is.
1: it definitely is man it's a it's a very triggering space at times
0: Absolutely, and so when you are on your podcast and in your in your membership, which we'll get to and we'll talk about it, you just what I love about you so much is, and tell me if this is right, that you don't seem to see things as black or white, or right or wrong, or this is the way and this is not the way. It's like you bring so much color into your approach to help and into your approach to coaching that it's just this continuum of always trying to choose what's. Best for your body instead of just getting it right all the time.
1: Oh, thank you. I, I fully received that. Thank you so much. And I think that's one of the biggest things just as women and as moms, like we just want to be like seen and heard. And for someone, you know, who is a coach, especially in this, you know, health and wellness world, you know, I think relatability and vulnerability and just some honest truth is just really refreshing. And I'm, I'm really glad that you see that. And you know, that that comes through because it's definitely very, very, you know, intentional on on my end. So thank you.
0: Oh, you're welcome. I'm just, thank you. I'm just so glad that there's, I know there are lots of people that have positive view of their health, but I, I think it's, um, like we said, it's just, it's a tricky space. And I think having somebody who Like you'll talk about openly on your podcast. You have a great day and then you'll stumble or it's not even a stumble. You'll live your life,
1: you Mm. know, and then you just
0: pick up and then you reshape how you do the next day.
1: Absolutely. It is like you said, a continuum. Like it's, you know, the, as trite as the saying is, you know, the journey it's about the journey, not the destination. And if we can, the sooner we can come to terms with that and the sooner we can really realize like, okay, like I'm going to have real days. I'm going to have awesome weeks and I'm going to have weeks where I just did not make the best choices and being okay with that. And kind of course correcting, like I talk about to kind of like, all right, well, what is the next best choice? You know, what is the next choice that you know, the highest, healthiest, like most epic version of me might choose. And let's strive towards that. Let's just, let's just, like you said, walk in that direction Yeah, her, you know?
0: Yeah. And you and I, we talked uh, the other day during one of your, your calls in your Mm -hmm. membership and we were talking about you and I are in the same age neighborhood. Uh, we grew up in the nineties and, um, And I don't think it's important to talk about, like, how far into the 90s or into the 80s (laughs) we were born, but But you and I grew up in a time where 17 Magazine and Cosmo and everyone in films, they were really, really, really thin. And the purpose, the purpose of food was to not eat it.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was. It it seems like we've almost done like such a stark 180, which I'm really stoked about. But like the days that, like you said, we were teenagers and when we were growing up, it was like we were, you know, it was the Kate Mosses of the world. It was the, you know, chasing thin. It was the, you know, Calvin Klein ads that where these like women looked emaciated almost. And it was just such an, oh, unhealthy. It doesn't even seem to do it justice. Like it was unattainable and unrealistic. And as a, as a really impressionable young teenage girl thinking I had to look like this certain way because that's all that I see um, on TV or in movies or on these magazines that I'm devouring. Like what talk about a really difficult, you know, thing to grapple with as a teen.
0: Oh yeah. And you know, one thing that I found, uh, I guess interesting slash really hard, the older I've gotten is so I've had this deep mindset of the Kate Moss mindset, Right. And food is to eat as little of to eat as little of it as possible to be thin, and then as you get older and you have like aches and pains or you gain some weight, you know, from my kids, my precious children have just destroyed my body, (laughs) (laughs) and so it's hard to think of. It's been a hard mindset shift for me to have going from eating to like eating for vanity and eating for the or not eating and exercising for this purpose of uh, like just being okay with everybody else's visual of me versus eating so I'll feel well. And so Mm. I'll have energy and so I won't have as much pain. And, and that's, I mean, I guess, you know, old habits die hard, but there's so much rooted in these years, like you said, these impressionable teenage years but we're just absorbing so much of this stuff and it's i found it to be a really slow transition into thinking of
1: health and fitness for like health sake exactly yeah one of the one of the programs i've run a, a couple of years ago was called eat like you love yourself and that mm-hmm. was exactly you know the motive behind that it was like can we eat you know, to fuel our bodies, to nourish our bodies so that we can perform better, so we can feel good, so we can be present, so we can, you know, all of these things that we really want, that's doesn't really have anything to do with the way we look. And that's such an unlearning and it's such a process. Like it's literally a daily, a daily struggle to 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 reframe that mindset. But you're right. I mean that is such a longer term way of thinking about it. And that's definitely how I coach my clients. That's what I preach in my membership. That's the way we talk on my podcast is, you know, let's eat like you love yourself. Let's eat to nourish and fuel your body. And of course you can have goals, right? And we can tweak what we're eating to help you reach those goals. But really at the center of it is, you know, wellness and long life and feeling good while we're here. I mean, like, what else is the point? <laughs> Absolutely. Well,
0: and I I have to confess, Jessica, it's a little bit boring to me. So can you talk to me about Mm -hmm. how wellness and taking care of yourself for health sake and so you can enjoy your life, how it can not be boring and how it can be more fun and you can get more joy in your life through taking care of your
1: body? Definitely. I mean, I think that that's you know, a huge call out, like a lot of times, you know, the types of workouts we might be doing, like they might be boring to you or the type of food that you're eating might be boring. And like being okay with that, first of all, and, like not labeling that as good or bad, not labeling that as, you know, oh, this is shameful that I, I'm so bored. I would challenge you to think about why is that boring to you? And what are some things that you really like? Because people come to me and we do one-on-one coaching. Like I'm not going to prescribe a certain workout plan for you because I don't know what you love and what you hate. And I think it's important to think about your personality, what drives you, what do you love? Like for me, I'm a super social person. So I love group fitness classes. And if I can't get the group environment, like in real life, then I'm going to do like a virtual class on my Peloton, like with other people on the leaderboard and with other members in the studio that I'm watching on my, on my bike. Right. So I think leaning into what brings you joy is so, so important because if you hate running, then yeah, that's going to be boring. If you hate the treadmill, that's going to be boring. But if you love hiking, or maybe you love yoga, or maybe you love group fitness classes, or maybe you love Taekwondo, like, I don't know, whatever you love. I think it's really important to lean into that. And also kind of part two to that answer would be to not be afraid to try something new and switch it up. A lot of the times, Caroline, is that we see... We just get in a rut, you know, and we're just like, God, I've been doing the same bike ride for X number of years and getting outside your comfort zone and trying something new and different. Maybe like maybe that group fitness class or maybe the Pilates studio that just opened down the street or maybe this hot yoga place that you've been terrified to try, but you never know until you try it. Like we tell our kids, right? So I think those two things can really help you, um, you know, not be bored and, help you grow a little bit to kind of step outside your comfort zone in that area.
0: Yeah. Well, and it sounds like, it sounds like you can have joy. You can enjoy what you're doing. You can lean into the things that kind of light you up as you exercise. Does it, I imagine that there still needs to be a balance of, I do need to do this every day or every other day or however often each individual kind of needs it for themselves. And so is it kind of like, um, almost like, freedom within a, a structured fence of the structure is we need to take care of ourselves. And this is something you have to do every day. And this is something that needs to be on your mind. And the freedom part is filling that space with what you like.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, falling and learning to fall in love with the process is a big piece of the puzzle. Like you said, you know, instead of thinking about, I have to do this every day. Like, can we flip the script a little bit and just say like, moving my body is actually a privilege. Like, even if it's just a walk, right? Even if it's, you know, just some stretching, even if it's a 10 minute workout instead of a 30 minute workout, like the, you know, getting to move your body and thinking about maybe some of the non-physical ROI that you might get. Like, so what is the return on your investment in your time? You know, like when I work out, it helps kind of like clear my mind. It helps that pent up energy that sometimes manifests mm-hmm. for me and anxiety. Um, so thinking about some of the other things, you know, it helps with my patients with my kids. So thinking about that is, is and can be a big mindset shift when it comes to, I have to versus I get to. And like you said, you know, knowing that this is something that we, you know, should do daily, but how can we make it fun and how can we, you know, make it work for us versus the other way around?
0: Yeah. And, you know, I think you're just talking about like enjoying doing the movement and I get to exercise, I get to move my body. Another thing that you and I talked about um, the other week when we were in your, in your session, in your group was, um, when I am able to like. Be still and have a quiet meal, or not even a quiet meal, but a meal where my attention is focused on it. And maybe the, like the atmosphere is really uh, just kind of groovy, where I've got like my jazz playing, the lighting is right, and I'm there and I'm still. And it becomes almost like an experience.
1: Mm, then yeah. it's not
0: hard for me to eat well at all. I like, I love it. It
1: feels like a pleasure, you know? Yes, absolutely. And I know that's probably hard to get, you know, a lot when we have kids. I I feel like I make
0: my water in the morning and then I set it down and it's got like slobber all over it by five o'clock in the afternoon. Like who drank my water? My kids just (laughs) slobber. Relatable, very relatable. (laughs) (laughs) So, but, you know, taking that idea of just kind of being in the moment and finding the pleasure in like in your way of eating your food, whether it's the meals that you like or, or how you like to eat them, that's like what you're talking about with your exercise and how, like for me, I love to dance and just do um, uh, yoga and just movements. And when I do that, it feels like a pleasure. I just think both of those things, those types of scenarios, like to get into doing what you what you really enjoy I think the motivation to do that can be really tricky. So I was wondering if you could talk to us a little bit about how to get motivated, especially if, and I'm not naming any names here like myself, but if you have been like on the health train forever, (laughs) not really the health train, but on the shame health train, thinking of all these things you need to do, you lose your motivation after a while and it just more becomes like a monkey on your back where you're just thinking about, Oh, I need to do this. You never actually do it. And I, I feel like that's pretty common. So I was hoping you could give us some, some motivation tips, how to get started, how to find what you love,
1: how to stick with it. I love this question. People ask me about motivation a lot and this answer might surprise you, (laughs) but motivation comes and goes. Like it is not motivation that makes or breaks you because I'm not motivated every day. Like that spoiler, you know, spoiler alert. Um, but the difference is, is discipline and habit formation. You know, when, you first start out on your health journey, it almost feels like you're rolling a boulder uphill. You know, it is these big choices that you're making and it's like, God, am I going to work out today? And then, well, what am I going to do today? It's not quite a habit yet. So a lot of what I teach and coach is just true habit formation, right? Like eliminating the friction of making a new habit, habit stacking, so adding it near a habit that you already do, making it very doable, incorporating rewards for yourself when you do these things and realizing that it takes time to build that habit. Right. And you know, the, like I said, the motivation is going to come and go. It's, it's, I can see it like a bell curve and then it comes back up where, you know, when people first start, it's shiny, it's new, it's exciting. You know, they're, they're stoked about that. Or maybe they get their new, they get a Peloton bike and they're just like enamored with it. And then and after three weeks, like the shininess wears off or your kid gets sick or you get sick or something happens and like the motivation wanes and that's completely normal. I think if you can lean more into making this movement, whatever that kind of movement is for you, a part of your weekly habits, um, that's going to eliminate a lot of the friction. You know, I, sit down at the jump of the week on like a Saturday or a Sunday, and I'll schedule my movement, just like I'm scheduling a meeting with you or another meeting with, you know, the dentist, like I will actually schedule it in so that I'm ensuring that I'm going to do it. Because if I ask myself at the jump of the day, like, am I going to work out today? I'm like some days it's going to be like, absolutely. And other days I'm like, it's it would be a no. So I think leaning into that is really, really key and understanding that it does take time and there will be seasons of your life where you feel like you're on fire and you feel super motivated. And there will be other seasons when you don't. And trying to lean back on the habits and know that with time and with discipline comes that like true consistency that we're all like craving, that we're all really, really searching for. And that can be the same for food too, which is almost for some people more difficult than the movement part, you know, changing these deeply ingrained, you know, food habits, food is so personal, right? Like food is so stinking personal to people. And it's a part of your culture. And it's a part of your celebrations. And it's a part of your grieving. Like it's a part of so many facets of life. But again, leaning back Mm -hmm. on how can I make this a habit versus, you know, how motivated am I today, if that makes any sense makes a ton of sense.
0: And, you know, and as you're talking about habit, um, I, I'm curious what you think of this. I was talking to my husband about habits and one of his, um, annoying (laughs) habits when he, every night he stays up, he stays up really late, um, and he'll work and he just, he has always had really bad sleeping habits. And, um, and I was talking to him the other day about, you know your habit of sleeping and the value like if your habits aren't strong enough if you also think of like what you value that can also get you to make your habits you're not yet in the habit of like, going to bed early but are you in the like is your value that you want to wake up to have breakfast with your kids or you want to have energy to be with your kids and could that motivate you enough to begin to
1: develop the habits I'm curious what you thought of that Absolutely. You're almost like thinking about the end result. You know, you're thinking about, okay, what's the byproduct of this habit going to be? Like, what is the, you know, return on my investment? What is the interest earned, if you will, of this habit? If you can think a couple steps ahead, I think that's a really great, you know, way of looking at things. Um, You know, because it's, it's hard to come sometimes see it in the beginning, like, because there might be seven steps between, you know, the beginning of the habit and like the actual payoff. Um, but that's huge. And, and that can go into so many categories, like sleep habits. Absolutely. You know, like, yeah, I want to feel good in the morning. I want to wake up with the kiddos in the morning. I want to be able to work an hour before my kids wake up in the morning. I want to go for a walk and then like, whatever that thing is for you. Absolutely. Thinking about that end result. I could also see that being like, I want to feel really confident, when i'm on a date night with my husband and i'm in mm-hmm. a cute outfit right like i want to feel that confidence so what do i need to do not look a certain way but i want to feel that confidence so like let me backtrack and kind of see what steps do i need to do what habits need to happen for me to feel good in my own skin in my clothes on this date night if that makes you know that's that's kind of where my mind goes when i think about the habits and and the motivation for those
0: that makes so much sense and you know when you're talking about just Wanting to look cute on your on your date night, I I was thinking about well what we talked about two seconds ago the the this idea of kind of just being thin for thin's sake. Um, the older I've gotten, I haven't quite made the shift totally, like I said. But one thing that has changed is now when I want to feel um more attractive or thinner or stronger or more flexible. I am doing it because my motivation now is because I want to feel more like myself. Mm. I notice the older I get, um, I feel a little bit less like me because like the body is not as familiar as it used to be. And I just, I feel like the more in shape I am, or the more I'm kind of taking care of myself and taking care of my body, the more I feel like there I am. This is Caroline.
1: This is who I've always been, you know? Mm -hmm. I love that so much. It's like kind of like coming back home to yourself, back home to your own body. And, you know, if anybody who is listening to this has had a child, they Mm -hmm. understand that your, your body doesn't feel like your own anymore. Like I've had, I have two children and birthed them myself. And, you know, for such a long time between pregnancy, childbirth, postpartum recovery and breastfeeding like my body wasn't my own it really was and it was unrecognizable right and also not to mention mental health and hormones and like all the things but for that like for those years of that season of my life I did my body wasn't my own so uh, total valid point that you just made about like the choices we make with our food, the way we move our body, the way we recover, the way we sleep, like all of these different things that we can do to take care of our human, right? take care of our our physical body is a little bit like coming home. It's like you're taking one step back to maybe not even who you were, but who you're gonna be. Mm. like Caroline 2.0, you know, like, Ooh, yeah. or like big H her. Cause we're never going backwards. You know, we're, I won't be yeah. pre-baby Jessica. I like unpopular opinion. Like you won't get your pre-baby body back because you're not her anymore. Mm. It's somebody better. It's someone stronger. It's someone more wise, um, maybe kinder to herself. You know, it's, it's big version of her, which I feel really empowered. You know, when I think about that.
0: Me too. I've got sparkles all over it. I feel like, like I'm purring like a kitten. I just love everything that you're saying. You know? Thank you. That's great. I'm going to, okay, I'm going to, after this is over, and I'm just going to listen to that little part over and over. I'm going to make myself a little night-night tape. and I'm going to listen to it over and over because that that was just so good. I think that's um, that just this idea of not going backward. You can't be who you were, but who you are and who you become. Like it's stronger, you're wiser, you're full of more years and more, more failures and flaws and beauty and generosity and all the stuff that comes with it. And I think the older we get, I think and like a nice goal I would like to have, is I'd like to feel strong and I'd like to feel flexible. And I think that matches getting older, you know.
1: Definitely, absolutely. You know, it's we're a different, we're a totally different person than we were five years ago, ten years ago. And I'm, I'm trying to come to grips with, you know, this is the body I have right now. And this is the mind I have right now. And like really trying to wrap my brain around the fact that it's a privilege and like grounding myself in gratitude. And do I feel grateful all the time? No. Do I feel, you know, like, you know, rainbows and unicorns all the time? No, but trying to think about the things that I am grateful for. And, you know, it's funny when, When you are injured, or when you get sick, it's almost immediately like I was taking my body for granted, or I was taking my wellness for granted. And you're like, I'll never take it for granted again. I promise. (laughs) That's how I am, at least. And it's such a like kick in the butt, a reminder of like, no, this is a stinking privilege. Getting to move your body and eat to bless your body, like it's a privilege, dude. It really is. You know, it's funny. uh, Just talking about when you get sick, you
0: notice how important your body is. I, so I've taught Pilates for a long time and, you know, people come in with a lot of injuries and I have several injuries myself. And it's funny, every time somebody comes in with a hip injury, I say, oh, you don't realize how, you know, how big a part of your body, your hips are until you have an injury. And then somebody comes in with a foot injury. Oh, you never realize how important your foot is. Until <laughs> so you true. Have a foot injury. And then back, and I realize. I say that about every single interview because it's true about everything, even down to like your butt bone. If you break your butt, oh, it's yes. such a big, important part of you as much as when you have a, a paper cut on your finger. It's just, it's just funny. So this true. Paper. Oh my gosh.
1: So true. So, so true.
0: Well, okay. I want to know about you and you, so you are an accountability coach, which is such a cool, I love the name of that. Um, can you tell us about like, what is something that you see with some of your clients? Is, are there any kind of themes that you keep seeing? Are there any things that people keep struggling with?
1: Mm, yes. Yeah. So accountability coaching is kind of its own little niche in itself, right? Like you have health coaches, you have, you know, fitness instructors, you have trainers, but I really dig into the crux of accountability and like helping you stick to these habits, like helping you cultivate the habits that really mean the most to you. And a big theme that I see, well, there's two themes that first come to mind. The first is these are high powered women. These are women that either own their own business or they are like well into a high powered career. So like they are busting their butt in the working world, however that might be. And they are last on their priority list you know, the business comes first, the kids, the husband, the X, Y, Z, ABC, right? All these things come first. And because they think that those other, you know, building the business is more important or, you know, um, advancing my career is more important or the kids are more important right now. And all of that is a lie. Like you are the most important. If you are not well, if you are not healthy, if you are not striving to be like the most optimal Version of you, you're not going to perform at the highest level that you can. So they put themselves last, is definitely one theme that I see and hear a lot, a lot, like super talented, super successful women. Um, And the second theme I see a lot is these women know what to do. You know, they're like, oh, well, I used to be an XYZ coach, or I'm super into nutrition, or oh, I used to be a, you know, XYZ fitness person. Like they know the ins and outs of nutrition. They know the ins and outs of movement. Like they're like, I know what to do. I just don't do it. So I need someone to check in with me. I need someone to hold me accountable to what I say I'm going to do. When I say I'm going to work out four times this week, I need you to ask me, did you work out four times this week? And if not, let's dig into why not to judge ourselves or to shame you. All right. Well, maybe we need to like edit this. Maybe we need to be more realistic. Maybe we need to change the time or the type or whatever. Um, So those are definitely two common themes. I see a lot with not only one-on-one coaching clients, but women that come into my world in the membership or in group coaching programs. Absolutely. What are some of the things that, like, they have a lot of those things in common, and
0: when you've worked with them, what are some of the things that make them succeed? Like, is there one or two things, as you see, you said you have a couple obstacles that you keep seeing, are there one or two things that you see a common theme of that helps them succeed or break through
1: like, mm-hmm. being in their own way? That's such a good question. I I think one of the one of the things that really helps them break through, like you say, is is finally like getting mad enough. And that might sound a little bit weird, but let me explain what I mean by that, is like finally deciding that they are sick and tired of feeling this way. Feeling sluggish, of feeling icky, of feeling not confident, of feeling w- insert any adjective or adverb, <laughs> whatever that is. Um, they get mad enough and they're just like, dang it, I am sick and tired of this. So, like, they finally hit a breaking point of that and their why just like busts through. And oftentimes mm. it comes after like a big. I don't want to say failure, but like a big, like, God, like this week just totally killed me and I didn't hit my workouts. I'm like, stuff just comes kind of crashing down. And they're like, you know what? This is it. Like I'm done making excuses. Like they just have to get pissed off enough. Like there's no other way to say it. Um, so that is one big breakthrough that they have. And a second big breakthrough a lot of people have is realizing the value of planning. And the value of like sitting down for 10 minutes and planning out not only your meals, but your movement, because you can wish all day long that you want to work out. But unless you like actually set it into motion and make a plan for it, the likelihood of you following through on that is so much less. So Jessica, as I like, I hear you talking about this and,
0: and the women in your group and being with them and helping them and you know, I've experienced in your membership also, it seems like you really love what you're doing.
1: Like this is a great fit for you. So are you, are you happy with this? Do you love what you're doing? I absolutely do. This has been such a dream. And it's funny because I never really thought I would be doing anything, any kind of coaching. I never really like knew I was going to own my own business. Like this was not <laughs> in my 10 year plan um, to leave corporate America. I was in advertising sales for almost 10 years to this is like whiplash, you know, it's very different. But the joy I get and the fulfillment I get when I hear women tell me that they feel confident in their own skin. And and one of the, my most favorite, like client wins, if you want to call it, that just feels too trite to even say that but this friend and client of mine she was a one-on-one client and she sent me this cute photo of her and her son in a pumpkin patch it was around october and she goes for the first time i actually want to be in the pictures with my kid she's like i could just cry looking at this picture because she hated her body so much she did not want to be in photos and now she's loving the pictures that she's in and it's just like such a stark reminder of like yeah, it's great to, you know, change your body and it's great to get in shape and it's great for it, but like to feel that confidence, like just exuding from you. And when I hear that, that I can help somebody do that, or when I hear someone say like, you really did help change my life, you know, because I lost this weight or because I, you know, X, Y, Z, you really changed the trajectory of my life. And it just feels so surreal. So it really does bring me a lot of joy to be able to help women, you know, cultivate these habits and feel better and just like be more, I don't even know, like just enjoy their life more. You know, it's it's really, really fulfilling. Oh, I love that. I'm glad for I'm glad for you and I'm glad for
0: all of us. Do you have anything else that you want to say to us
1: or any any Takeaways you want us to get from our talk. hmm I think the biggest takeaway, you know, if, if I could tell myself like one piece of advice or you know give anybody one piece of advice is to try and make peace with our bodies. I do this daily. This is like a daily thing that I'm trying to do to try and not label this body that I have, this human that I you know live in, um, it's not good or bad. It's just a body, you know it's just it's my body it's just a body to make peace with that and also to you know put yourself at the top of your to do list um there's a lot that we moms and women do in a day but taking whether it's 10 minutes or 60 minutes i don't care how long it is but taking time to nourish yourself taking time to move your body in ways that feel good for you the roi you're going to get on that And the the dividends that it's going to pay you is absolutely priceless. So do not sleep on that.
0: (laughs) Just so much wisdom. You've got so many, so many good tidbits for us. And Jessica, can you tell us just what we need to know about your membership?
1: Oh, yes. Thank you for asking about the membership. It's my newest baby, (laughs) I love it. Um, The membership is called Thrive the Membership, and it is a wonderful, awesome, safe place for women to come if you're looking for accountability, if you're looking for support, if you're looking for just a way to dive in and be in my world, receive some coaching, receive more wisdom like this, but not necessarily in a one-on-one coaching vibe. So the membership is cool because we get two calls a month. So we've got coaching calls and then we have more of like this cool open forum Q and a, where we get to just kind of do life together on zoom, (laughs) which I love because it can be a little lonely over here in this virtual, you know, entrepreneur world. Um, so I love the connections that are in there we also do monthly fitness challenges. So if you're looking for ways to, you know, kind of stay accountable within the group, we do fitness challenges every month. um, And arguably, one of My members' favorite perks is the weekly recipe rundown where I post five recipes every single Monday where you can come in and scroll back and see all of these amazing recipes. So it's an awesome space to be in if you're craving more support for your wellness, but if you're not quite ready to dive into that one on one intimate level of coaching. So come hop in the membership. I will give your listeners a promo code where you can save $10 off your first month. So I'll definitely make sure that we link that for you. Yeah, it's very safe. It feels very safe and and cozy. Hmm. Oh, thank you.
0: So these are the questions that I'm going to ask all of the guests at the end. And um, let's see what you have to say. And these are just fun. Uh, okay, you ready? I am. I love it. So can you tell us what is your joy style and how do you,
1: what part of that most fits you? Love the quizzes. So I'm a joyful heart. And the thing that really resonated with me is it was all about like the people I'm around, like spending time with the people that I care about. I treasure relationships relationship and connections like that is so spot on. I'm a social butterfly. I don't like to be alone. Um, I l- like quality time is one of my love languages. So it was so completely spot on. Like my perfect night is hanging out with other peeps. Like I need socialization, which is probably why I love the membership so, so yeah. much. Because it's that personal connection. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And you're the perfect person to lead it then, you know? Yes. Um, Okay, what is your favorite simple luxury? Ooh, simple luxury, either a really good, like, pretty latte, like, from a coffee shop, or a bubble bath. Oh, or together. Oh, yes. You could have a bath in your latte, right? I'm not mad at that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um. Okay. What is one of your big
1: obstacles to joy? Oh, a big obstacle to joy. Um, Probably just finding the time to do things, right? Like, and feeling like that's a good use of my time. Um, so often I'm like, okay, this, you know, this to-do list or that to-do list or this workout or that meal plan or this client or that client, but just like simply finding the time for things that bring me joy, mm. simple thing, reading on the porch or spending time with my babies, like feeling the need to be productive all the time or a lot of the time um, is kind of a roadblock for me. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. And that's, I think... I'd like to say it's this phase of life, but I think it's
0: forever. (laughs) I think it's life. Probably so. Mm. Okay. What is a product, ritual,
1: or something that we should know about that brings you joy? A product ritual that brings me joy. Mm. You know, planning brings me a lot of joy and any kind of planner. Like I love paper products. I love physical products and the act of planning, especially like my meals and my workouts brings me a lot of joy. So I, I'm going to plug my own product. I was going to ask, do it. I'm, I'm going to plug my own. So I am launching in August. We'll put it out in the world. I'm launching in August, um, the cultivate planner. So it is a place for you to sit down and plan your meals, plan your movement, and then track the habits that you are really focusing on. So that. And just the act of creating like an actual product has brought me a lot of joy. So that's my answer. And I got to have a sneak peek, and it's very smart. Okay. uh, What do you love about being a woman? Mm. No, I think it's the really feminine nurturing quality that I possess. I don't think all – maybe that might not be the right answer for all women, but I just love like the softer – Feminine, nurturing, mothering. That's just kind of, I've always been very mothering and nurturing to everybody. Um, and I think that's just, it just feels cozy and good and loving. So I really like that. That's a good question.
0: In three, a very simple one. In three words, what's the meaning of life?
1: Oh, it's the meaning of life. Make a difference.
0: Ooh. Okay. So the last question is for um, our listeners. So what, Do you have a prayer or a blessing or a wish that you would like to offer them?
1: Hmm. My wish for every single, not only woman, but just human in the world is that we can love and accept our bodies for what they are so that we can, you know, live a life that feels good and makes a difference. And also to set a great example for our children. I think that that's a huge motivator for a lot of us or our kids. So if we can learn to love and accept our bodies where they are right now, I think that is a very simple wish that I have for all humans, not just women.
0: Mm, I love that. Thank you so much. This this has been time well spent. I've gotten a couple beauties I'm taking with me from
1: this. Thank you. I, I love chatting with other women. I love podcasting. I love these types of conversations. This is, I I wish there were more of these, you know, I wish this was something that we could have listened to 20 years ago. So thank you for having me. This is such an honor. I really appreciate it. Okay, guys, there you have it.
0: That was, uh, I thought that was, like I said, I thought there were some gems in that conversation. I ended up thinking about uh, several things that we talked about together and, one of those things for me personally was this idea of as you as you get older, moving into a not a new body, but trying not to look back on on what you used to be and how your body used to be, but moving forward into who you are now and who you will become. And I thought that was very um freeing and inspiring, actually. I think that there can be a this idea. I mean, I know there is. We all talk about it. I wish I looked like this or I used to be this. I used to be able to do, you know, headstands and handstands and cartwheels and wear, you know, teeny tiny stuff. And now uh, I, I feel like there's this this need or pressure or almost shame to get back to what you once were when you were 20 or, you know, 30 or before you had a baby or or before any of life's real stresses came and just... Well, kind of sabotaged your your health and wellness, and I found it, like I said, I found it inspiring uh, to think of what my body, my strong aging body, could be. And we're all aging every day, and so we want to go into this aging body with uh, love and respect, and being really proud of the, of the body of your own body. And I, I liked that a bunch. Okay. So that's Jessica Smith at the fitlife with Jessica.com. Check out my show notes. I've got uh, her coupon code in there for the 10%, the $10 off of her thrive membership and her freebie, which is a, a meal planning checklist. I also have, um, the joy quiz a link to my joy quiz in there and the coupon code for 30% off of every package I, every coaching package I have. And that is only during launch week. Okay. Well, that's it for day one of the make it joy podcast launch week. Thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate that you're here and I hope that you had a good time. I certainly have enjoyed myself and hope to, bring you episodes that you that you enjoy, where you feel like this is a, a positive place for you, it's a fun place, and a place where you can find insights and some positive movement in your own life. Okay, reach out to me anytime. I would love to hear from you. Caroline at makeitjoy.com. Have an awesome rest of your day. See you tomorrow. <laughs> okay gang that's it for today thanks so much for listening i hope you've been inspired encouraged and have had a great time if you'd like to know more about working with me having me as your own personal coach check out my website www.makeitjoy.com you'll also find all of my resources recommendations and freebies on there as well If this podcast is your kind of thing, I would so appreciate your support. Please leave me a five-star review and help spread the word. If you'd like to say hello, I would love to hear from you. Send an email to caroline at makeitjoy.com. I will read it and I will get back to you. I love the Make It Joy community. Y'all are a really beautiful, lovely group of people, and I appreciate you all so much. Enjoy being you, enjoy your life, and go make it joy. I'll see you next time.